Welcome to Ageless by Rescue. This podcast is devoted to exploring the science of rejuvenation, uncovering the most trusted experts, the must-have products, innovations, and technology in the field of vitality, aesthetics, new beauty, and cosmetic enhancement. Trini Woodall is the ultimate businesswoman and entrepreneur. She's also one of my favorite women crushes. Trini began her career as part of the famous fashion duo Trini and Susanna on their hit BBC TV show, What Not to Wear. The pair went on to launch a series of successful fashion and styling books. In 2017, Trini decided to transition from fashion into beauty and launched her eponymous makeup brand, Trini London. Her makeup brand has taken the world by storm with the help of her successful YouTube channel. Trini London is the ultimate modern brand for the ageless woman, encouraging her to rethink her current routine while giving individuals the confidence to be the best versions of themselves. I absolutely love this podcast episode with Trini. When I initially recorded it, I had laryngitis and had lost my voice, so I had to re-record the intro. But she was such an incredible professional to work with and so very kind. In this candid and hilarious episode, Trini shares her detailed beauty, wellness, and biohacking routines and the rituals that have created the iconic face, body, and supernova personality that she is today. I'm so excited to bring you this very special episode of Ageless by Rescue podcast. Welcome, Trini Woodall. Men generally wear the clothes and the styles that they wore when they felt their most sexually confident. And it kind of sticks with them. <laughs> so, you know, we all know that kind of 60-year-old man who slightly has that 70s vibe. Um, we all know the sort of maybe 50-year-old man who still feels the power suit is important. You know, it's quite interesting if you now look at men around you, you might think, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, and I think what women tend to do is they hold on to a makeup which they wore, which was the first makeup that made them feel present. So it could be that it was the era when there was, you know, late 90s and it was bronze, 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 that a bronzer makes them feel alive. But maybe, you know, having gone down the path of life a few years, that bronzer is actually flattening their already perhaps softened features because our skin has changed shape. So is bronzer the right way? Or would you be better off with a really gentle contour and lovely blush? So you give a a definition to your face and you bring it back in perspective and you don't flatten it. And you don't, you know, and the color that you first chose, which you felt made you bronzed, is actually a color that perhaps now might, might make you feel a bit orange or a bit yellow or a bit whatever, whatever your skin tone. So, I think tweaks can really help. And another classic one is, is a lot of women maybe who had a, a thinner eyebrow and because they overplucked, you know, there was that kind of, you know, I would be in the 80s, 90s on the telephone and I would pluck my brows as I chatted to friends and they nearly all disappeared. I spent a lot of, I did a lot of work to get my brows back I, I, from castor oil to peptides, rubbing them in, you know, microneedling, God knows what. You've got a magnificent brow, by the way. You work with colour really well in how you dress, with makeup. We really see the transformation. What do you think is the magic of colour? 
I, I, I know from research, I did, I did, I wrote a few books and one of the books I wrote is What You Wear Can Change Your Life. And in that, I spent about six months researching colour. And I'd grown up in the 70s with Colour Me Beautiful, you know, are you autumn, spring, summer or winter? It was like this old fashioned book. And I remember my sister, half sister, became a Colour Me consultant and she did my colours and I was autumn. And, and I sort of for a bit wore those colours and, and, you know, my hair changed and other things. And I was like, these colours are shit on me. You know, this, this doesn't work. So I always felt that when I look at somebody for makeup and like we do match me on Trini London, which is actually refining your color choices. And the same applies to clothing as much as it applies to makeup is, is it's a combination of your skin, hair and eye and, and the hair around your face. You could have long hair, which is dark here and very blonde at the end. So basically you're a sort of bronze, even though at the bottom of your hair, you might be a blonde. So taking those combinations, I look at, are you sort of cool? mid or new or, or warm you know that's a kind of spe very easy spectrum so most women can look in a mirror and think is my the hair is the easiest thing you know is my hair a cool blonde or a warm blonde is it towards platinum or is it got sort of honey bits in it you know is my brown warm and tawny or is it cool and dark you created a brand that's really focused on hybrid technology and I think that that's really interesting because we're all looking for things that can do multiple, that can deliver multiple benefits. Why did you focus on creating a product that is accessible to everyone? Because I've spent, I've spent many, many years in, you know, the makeover world. And I've, you know, worked with a tremendous amount of makeup brands. And I've tried for my sort of journey with acne, thousands of skincare brands. And I think that there is, a lot in the beauty world that perhaps needs to evolve. There's a lot of chat about ingredients which are at marketing levels and they aren't functional levels. Um, you know, I kind of know enough about skincare to know that I pick up a formula and they might spend ages on the smell and how it feels on your skin, but you look at the inky list at the back and you know actually the levels of ingredients are really low and they're just there so they can say that they contain this, contain that. But Will it have any impact on your skin? No, it will just make you feel your skin's nice. You might have some nice silicones in it and you'll feel plumped, but is it doing anything? Not really. So when we look at, um, you know, I was looking, when I developed Trini London, I, the first product I developed actually was called BFF. And it's because I wanted women to wear SPF and I wanted women to wear a product that they were sort of wearing because it made their skin come alive and evened it out. I want to ask you about cortisol and stress. You actually got COVID. And I want to ask you, what did that increased stress level, how did it impact your face, your, your life? Well, when, you, when you're very stressed, and we can all be stressed for a number of reasons, we can have emotional stress, we can have physical stress, we can have Ill, stress from illness. You, you know, the stress-releasing hormone is cortisol and it rushes through your body and it ends up on your epidermis. And when it's on your epidermis, it dehydrates you because you know, you know when you get a dry mouth when you're really stressed, that's kind of what it's doing on your skin. And it causes inflammation. My skin feels like it's in an inflammation state. Mm. You know, that's, I think, the feeling you get from, from having excess cortisol and having a lot of stress in your life. And you feel, you feel exhausted. And because you're dehydrated your skin, that feeling of exhausting is exasperated because there's no moisture to plump up your skin and you kind of feel, you know, that plumpness to your skin goes. That's the only way I, I can probably describe it. And what do you do to manage that stress outside of beauty? 
So I do a lot of things now because I think it's very, very important to manage stress. And I think stress is, is you know, a precursor to not being well in your body. You know, it's that first sign. There are many ways we can get ill in our life. But I think if you are under undue stress, you can then have sort of adrenal overdrive, which actually will affect you physically and not and be not be a very good state for your body to be in and can lead to many things. So I take a lot of adrenal support because I know my adrenals are being really, you know, pushed and I know I push myself every day. So I need to support my body because I'm not going to stop working as hard as I work, but I need to manage how I look after my body. Are you doing any biohacking? Do you take supplements? I rattle. I take about 16 supplements a day. I take 3000 <laughs> milligrams of liposomal vitamin C a day. I read a book years ago from a man who wrote a big research document on vitamin C and how incredible it was for many things, you know, as a sort of preventative thing. So I've, I do, I mean, I've got up once to 6,000 um, milligrams a day. And I think you have to be careful because you can always poo it out the other side very quickly, but liposomal can be absorbed very well because a lot of people take just a pill and so much that pill gets eaten up in their stomach acid and they don't really then get the benefits of vitamin C. And then a lot of people say, why don't you just eat things with vitamin C in it? Great. If you live on a bloody farm, because if you're not on that actual farm and you buy from your supermarket, you know, 50% of the nutrition that you will get, the supplemental vitamin nutrition is gone. And by the time you cook it or do things with it, it's gone even more. Can I ask you, when did you know you were beautiful? Oh, fuck. That's such an interesting question because probably from 13 to 30, I felt I was so goddamn ugly. I mean, wow. from zero, zero to 30, um, because when I was younger, I was very insecure, found it very difficult to make friends. So nobody's ever saying to you, you're utterly gorgeous. You just feel, I just felt socially inept and didn't feel that. And then when I was 13, I got very bad acne and it lasted till I was 30. So I would go to restaurants. I remember when I went on dates when I was sort of 18, 19, and I would choose a restaurant where it wasn't overhead lighting because I was so aware of how bad my skin was, you know, and I'd make sure it was soft lighting. I remember really sort of like changing the restaurant location. So, you know, and I remember I wouldn't want to go like on a walk in the park with somebody where my skin was bad because I'd feel there's so much light to show how bad my skin was. I felt people talk to my spots. So when you have that for sort of, 17 years, um, you don't feel appealing. You know, it can have such an impact on your confidence. And my daughter has occasional little spots and it doesn't bother her one bit. She doesn't have at all what I had, but it doesn't bother her, you know. And I then took Ractane when I was 30 for a year. I did first with the National Health in England and, and they put me on very low dosage, it didn't work. And then I paid for it and I remember it was half my salary. It cost me half my, I was earning 1200 pounds a month and it cost me 600 pounds a month to do it. And I remember I moved back in with my parents so I could pay for it because I was so desperate to sort out my skin. Do you have any go-to hacks when you're feeling down or, or you're not feeling beautiful, things that instantly lift you? So three things I do when I'm feeling low. I get out and I don't have it here, my beauty tapper. It's this long bamboo tapper. And I just tap my head. I want to tap the shit out my head. And I just tap. I tap all, I tap on my arms, tap on my legs. I get the energy flowing around. Because I think, you know, when we feel low, <clears throat> our energy needs to be woken up. 
So that's one physical way you can do it. I, if I haven't got the tap around me, I'll slap myself all over my body and I'll go down the inside of my thigh and up the back and I'll slap here and slap here, slap my tummy, you know, and just, you feel like that. Um, and then I do something that a lovely one called Katie Brindle taught me, which we've done, we did a lot on lockdown, but I will laugh for one minute. All right. And it's the weirdest thing. And I won't ask you to do it now. If you did have your voice, I would say, let's laugh for a minute. But you force yourself laughing at the beginning. It's really weird. Ageless by Rescue is brought to you by Rescue Me Academy, Reignite Your Relationship course. Love your relationship, but miss the early days? You're not alone. This course will teach you how to identify your issues, stop the fighting, find what you need to be happy, re-spark intimacy, and keep the lines of communication open. Join us at rescuemeacademy.com.au to learn more about the program and to download your first free lesson. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please share and rate this episode. I'd love that. 